Hello, and welcome to In All Things, a podcast of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, a global movement of Evangelical Presbyterian Churches. Thank you for joining us. I'm Rachel Joseph. Your host for In All Things is Dean Weaver, stated clerk of the EPC. Our prayer is that God uses Dean and his guests to both inform and inspire you about how God is working in and through the EPC. The motto of our family of churches is, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity. Now, here's Dean. And welcome, my friends, to this special edition of In All Things. Uh, today, as we celebrate Holy Week, Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, moving closer to Resurrection Sunday, I bring you a special message from God's Word as the stated clerk of the EPC, from my heart to yours, that you might just take the next 15 minutes or so and reflect on a passage of Scripture with me and how it is that we might walk close with the Savior, especially during this special time. The Scripture I'd like to share with you today is from Paul's letter to the Philippian church in the third chapter, and it begins with a phrase that might be familiar with many of you in verse 7. Paul writes the following, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may be able to gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Now here is the passage I hope that we'll get close to and lean into and listen well to as the Spirit speaks to us. Paul continues, that I may know him, the power of his resurrection, and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain to the resurrection of the dead. May the Lord grant us his spirit as we lean in and listen well to his word together, my friends, in Jesus' name. Perhaps if you're like me, you have one of those movies or maybe a series of movies that you could watch anytime. You're just clicking through the channels, and if it happens to be on, you stop there, and you'll stay there. It might be that you you sit down and watch it again for the 10th, 12th, 15th, 20th time, or it might be just like a familiar friend that stays in the background and gives uh, that, that place and that space something that is familiar and uh, renewing and reminding. Do you have a movie like that that if you're just clicking through the channels, you'll just stop every single time. I have a series of those, and and, and a number of them are in the Lord of the Rings series. Um, I can always stop on uh, The Return of the King. That's the one that gets me probably more than any other. But the first movie in that series, too, the one that introduces us to Aragon and and Legolas, and, of course, Frodo and Samwise and Gimli and, and the whole crew... That first one is called The Fellowship of the Ring. And of course, they gather around this central purpose of trying to destroy the ring of power 
And in doing so, their fellowship, this, this thing that bonds them together, it's not just the, the ring and the purpose of it itself, but what they will have to go through together to accomplish this purpose, which of course then takes <laughs> three whole movies. But the fellowship of the ring in many regards is about what the King James Version calls in this particular passage of Philippians, sharing in the fellowship of his sufferings. Let that sink in for a second. The fellowship of sharing in his sufferings. It's probably not a great advertisement to put on the, the, the bulletin board in front of a church or on a website advertising people to come and join us in, in a fellowship of suffering. And yet we know that there is incredible power that comes in the context of a fellowship of shared sufferings. Perhaps you know of someone who has been through addiction and has struggled with alcohol. When they're in the context of a meeting with a group of people and they walk into that room and they simply say their name, the whole group responds to that name in a way that lets that person know they are not alone. It's a fellowship of people who have suffered with the disease of addiction and they're able to walk the path because they walk it not alone. They walk it together. I'm convinced, my friends, that the, the life of following the Savior though perhaps not uh, something that is attractive to people uh, out there who are looking for a quick fix or looking for uh, being happy all the time. I, I think it's an honest assessment to say that following the Savior is a fellowship in his sufferings. And, and I think that's because uh, the world in which we live is a broken world. Nobody needs to to convince most people of that. We look around and we see it in our relationships. We see it in our economy. We see it when we turn on the news and the tragedy that takes place in the Ukraine or any other place around the world. We know the f- world is filled with suffering, so we can't ignore it. We shouldn't deny it. It's real, and it's true. It's not the way God intended this world to be. God created everything, Genesis tells us, and it was good. But this week... As we walk from the the praises of Palm Sunday, which, by the way, Hosanna is a cry out, not just as a praise, but as a pleading, save us. The people of Jesus' time under the oppression of the Romans longed for deliverance. As human beings under the oppression of sin always will long for deliverance. We want to be delivered from the suffering. That's not God's intended design for us, nor is it where we will land one day. In fact, the scripture describes in the book of Revelation that heaven is a place where there is no more suffering, no more tears, no more crying. But between what God has intended in Genesis and what we are promised in Revelation, we walk the path as we do this week between Palm Sunday where we cry out for God to deliver, and Good Friday, when we watch a suffering God step in to deliver us from that which we could not deliver 
ourselves. And that's why Paul says that I may know him. The fellowship of sharing in his sufferings puts us in a place where we can know the God who suffered on our behalf that we may share in those sufferings, it causes us to become like him, even in his death. Which is why on, on this Good Friday, we're reminded that our forefather in the faith, John Calvin, said that the, the summary of the Christian life was the denial of self. The Apostle Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Dietrich Bonhoeffer the famous martyr for the Christian faith during the time of the Second World War, Bonhoeffer said, anyone who would hear the voice of the Savior, he bids them to come and die. Jesus himself said, take up my cross and follow me. On this Good Friday, we enter into the fellowship of his sufferings when we come to Jesus on the cross and realize that as we enter into that suffering, that by any means possible we do so, so that we may attain the resurrection of the dead. That any means possible, my friends, was not by something you and I did of ourselves that we are able to do. No, Paul argues earlier in this passage that all of that has been accomplished in Jesus and his righteousness alone, that we simply receive by faith. So the reality is Jesus has done everything possible for us to obtain that resurrection from the dead. But we must go through the fellowship of his sufferings in order that we might be attaining the resurrection of the dead. You see, we are baptized into a death like his, but we rise up out of the waters unto a new life like his. Just recently... Uh, In this very studio, we had the opportunity to record our own Bruce Anderson with World Outreach, and we're going to play that recording in the next week or so so that you'll have the opportunity to hear compelling stories of how the EPC is involved right now on the ground on the work of the Ukraine. He shares a story of a a brother named Yaroslav, who's a, a Polish brother who is on the front line of ministry and he is on the front line of suffering. In fact, Bruce shared with us some pictures of, of pastors wearing bulletproof vests going into the midst of the suffering of the people of the Ukraine and bringing them food, medical supplies, hope, and the gospel. As they entered into and shared the fellowship of that suffering, they put their thumbs up in the air and praised God who is present with them. They, in the midst of that suffering, remind us too of the resurrection because you can't have Easter Sunday, my friends, apart from Good Friday. And it's on this Good Friday that we're reminded that with our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world, we share in their sufferings so that we might obtain the resurrection of the dead. All because of what Jesus did for us. And my hope, my friends, is that in whatever place you are and whatever suffering you are going through, that that will cause you to turn to the cross, not to turn away, but to turn into that suffering and know that the one who suffered on the cross for you 
is able to give you not only the power to endure what you're going through, he is present with you as you are going through it. And in just a few days, we will be powerfully reminded that even death and the grave could not stop him. Sin could not distort him. In full power, Jesus Christ rose from the dead and transforms our suffering into his glory. On this day, keep your eyes on the cross. Participate in the fellowship of his sufferings so that we might become like him in his death, that by any means possible, we may obtain the resurrection of the dead. Let me pray for all of us, my friends. Lord Jesus, you are the son of the invisible God. You are the firstborn over all creation. By and for you, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and all thrones and powers and rulers and authorities come under your reign. All things, including that wooden cross upon which you hung, have been created through you and for you. Before time began, you put into place your plan to redeem those whom you love and to call us to join you in this mission of making all things new. For in you all things hold together. You are the head of the body, our church. You're the head of the EPC. You're the head of our households. You're the head of our lives. And we submit to you even as you have laid down your life for us. We look to the cross this day. And Lord, we ask that you would help us in whatever suffering that you have for us to endure that it would not be suffering without cause or purpose. But Lord, that you would use that by any means possible to enable us to become like you. And that we might not only experience your presence in our suffering, but the power of your resurrection in our lives. And from that, that we might be your witnesses to the ends of the earth. We pray these things in the name of our suffering Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. And amen. My friends, I hope that this is a, a reminder, an encouragement, a time to center us back on God's word. And do me this favor, whether it's today on Good Friday or especially this weekend, get yourself into the physical presence of your local church. Go be in that space with other believers who just a couple days from now will gather and will say, as we have said for millennia, he is risen. He has risen indeed. Be there in person, if at all possible, to hear those words pronounced over you, because that is where the power of the resurrection will be experienced this Easter. I promise you. Until the next time that we gather, remember, as my good friend Jeff Jeremiah has reminded us on so many times, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Thank you again for joining us. On behalf of Dean and the entire team, we hope you will join us for our next episode of In All Things. For more information about the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, including a directory of local churches, 
online resources, and much more. Visit our website at www.epc.org. I'm Rachel Joseph. I pray you have an overwhelming sense of God's presence in all things today.